Welcome to episode number 41 in the EAE podcast series. My name is Laura Rumbly, and I'm the EAE's Associate Director for Knowledge Development and Research. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're publishing this podcast in the last week of April with a clear eye on the fact that Earth Day is observed around the world this month on April 22nd, to be precise. The global climate crisis is being addressed by actors big and small, but youth and student movements have been especially active in drawing attention to the need for accountability and change. To give us a better sense of how some students in Europe are engaging in this work, we turned for more information to the president of the Dutch student organization, Studenta for Morgen, or Students for Tomorrow in English. As you'll hear in our conversation with Femke Hermans, her urge to advance responsible environmental practices within higher education springs from a very personal source, while her organization's aspirations to affect change have local, national, and international dimensions. Happy belated Earth Day to all of you listening, and we hope you enjoy this inspiring conversation with student activist Femke Hermans. Femke, I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about what Studenta for Morcha or Students for Tomorrow does and what it stands for. Yes, of course. Uh, Students for Tomorrow is the Dutch student network that is committed to creating and fostering a sustainable future in higher education in the Netherlands. So we are a national student-run organization, and this means that we are cooperating with over 40 member organizations in different cities in the Netherlands. So this can be study associations, this can be student-led sustainable initiatives, or this can be green offices from higher education institutions. And with all these students from all over the country, we strive to stimulate the collaboration between the member organizations. But we also want to really integrate sustainability in higher education by stimulating the consciousness about sustainable development among students, employers, and, well, many others involved in the higher education sector. And furthermore, we organize different projects. So we are open to discussions around the subject sustainability and education. And this all we do on local, on national, and on international level. Um, So our main message that it's important that higher education institutions become more sustainable. And with the education and research they provide, the higher education institutions, um, they have a direct impact on society. And on top of that, they are large uh, organizations as well. So they have an ecological footprint themselves and huge communities are interacting with them. Um, So for example, uh, I would say one of our most famous projects is the sustainable. Uh, since, oh, I have to say this right, 2012, correct me if I'm wrong, the sustainable uh, has been the annual sustainability uh, ranking in the Netherlands between higher education institutions. So participating educational institutions are assessed using a questionnaire. Uh, this questionnaire is divided into the themes uh, sustainability in research, how much sustainable educational programs they have, their operational management, and their integrated approach. Uh, so with the sustainable students for more students for tomorrow is really investigating to what extent higher education institutions are really focused on sustainability and is really stimulating these institutions to through the competition but also by sharing the knowledge we gained uh, by the sustainable and giving them advice for participating next year so yeah this is only one example but we have many more projects and networks that we are invested in 
That's incredibly interesting. And, you know, not only is it um, around action, but also around this data collection and, and knowledge building about how institutions are performing. I think that's very interesting. Yes. Yes. And what you see is that one institution that um, has ended last uh, bus year, they will call up us every day. Like, what can we do even more to, to become higher on that list of uh, sustainable institutions? So that's really great. You see a lot of participation great uh, for the universities as well. Yeah. Very nice. And the power of rankings, which uh, yeah. we talked about a little <laughs> bit before we began this formal conversation. Very nice. So um, you've mentioned an activity that um, began as, as long ago as 2012, 10 years ago. Can you tell us a little bit about the foundation of Studenta for Morcha and how you specifically became involved? Yes. Yes. That was a very interesting question. Um, well, maybe first, how did I get involved? Um, well, I grew up in a little village near the sea. It's called Wijk aan Zee. Uh, it's a very cute and safe place to be raised. Um, however, Wijk aan Zee is also known for the village where Tata Steel, one of Europe's largest steel fabrics, is located. Um, because of the emissions of Tata Steel uh, blowing over the village, actually, I, I have personally a 33% uh, more chance to get lung cancer. Uh, or my life prediction is eight years shorter uh, than the average in the Netherlands. And this really frustrated me. Like, how can it be that, that such a deadly monster is not stopped, is near my school, is near my playground I used to go? So the steel factory made me become more interested in the subject sustainability. And it made me realize, actually, that our Earth has certain boundaries that I knew nothing about. So why did I never learn these things at school? Why are we not acting like this is a huge crisis and we have to fix that now? And why do I not learn at school how I can contribute to helping solve that crisis? Um, so I think that those are the questions that are really the foundation of students tomorrow or students for tomorrow. Um, the environmental crisis that we are in right now and the effects that it has already on the world that we know are of such important matter that how can it be that some people in this world are still ignoring that important matter? And that answer is simply because the educational institutions are stuck, really. I stuck at the educational programs of maybe 50 years ago, I would say. Uh, so we have to develop education in, in which sustainability is fully integrated, not only in secondary school, but also at further education, like higher education. And I think these higher education institutions, like we have talked about earlier, they, they play a crucial role in tackling this crisis and they have to take the lead in this. So Students for Tomorrow is really, really striving to systemically change higher education institutions to really, um, really change the student life as well, to make everybody aware of the problems that we are facing right now and to seamlessly integrate social and environmental sustainability in the livelihood of current, but also for future generations. So I think those, those are really the foundations of, of where stu Students for Tomorrow began. Um, but it is a long path we have to go. Absolutely. And I am really struck by the personal story that you've told here about your own community and what, yeah. um, you know, the things that, that became apparent to you as the older you got about your very environment. I think there's nothing like a personal experience to really spark a passion and a 
kind of a righteous anger about things that are not correct um, in the world around us. So that's really fascinating. Um, and as you say, just an incredibly important to think about how we can take those personal interests and turn them somehow into systemic change. That's the bigger battle, exactly. the longer term, yeah. but very important. Um, you mentioned the rankings exercise that Studenta for Morja is involved in. Um, I wonder if there are any other achievements that you're very proud of, you know, that, that your organization has undertaken or is in the process of undertaking and um, how that's going, you know, what it's going to take to either achieve that or what it took to, to meet the goals that you had. Yes, that's a very good question. Um, I think one of the components of higher education that irritates me personally the most involves youth participation. Um, we, we are the future leaders and uh, education prepares us for our future job. So globally, uh, less than 3% of people go to university actually, but 80% of our leaders have a higher education degree. So however, um, most, most universities are not yet ensuring that all these graduates uh, are equipped with the knowledge and competence they need to be leaders for a sustainable and just future. Uh, so our world is changing and this means the job market is as well. Uh, so we need other skills, other ways of thinking to tackle all these challenges that lie before us in comparison to what we needed, for example, again, 50 years ago. Yeah, but as I said, again, uh, the educational sector is stuck. Uh, so in the Netherlands, higher education institutions uh, can choose their complete curricula themselves. So there are no really strict guidelines or criteria from the government of such. And on the one hand, this is great. I mean, no top-down policies open here. Uh, but on the, on the other hand, this means that they do not feel any kind of pressure or on implementing sustainable aspects. They, it turns out that curricula changes are very, very hard to push through in the Netherlands. And when I look around, I see a lot of students really frustrated, like myself, because it is about our future. And they do not learn us the skills we need to fulfill the transitions we need to make. Um, so, for example, the energy transition, uh, it's widely known that we need these people already at technical, at operational, but also at policy level to guide that energy transition. Only we don't, do not have them. Um, because nobody is, is properly educated in these things. We are almost, I would say, molded for the fossil industry right now. Um, so students have always been at the heart of social change. And there's globally an increasing number of students at sustainability initiatives like Students for Tomorrow. And plus, it, it's about our future. So the youth is invested. I mean, look at all these school strikes. Uh, it is about our future jobs and the skills we need to, we need to make. So yes, our youth are barely involved in the discussion about education innovation. These plans that these educational institutions, uh, these plans that they develop, they are really grounded uh, with the visions and ideas of the youth. So um, this really frustrated me. And I decided a few months ago uh, to make use of my presidency at Students for Tomorrow and to conduct a research among students with main questions uh, such as what, do you think is important in the educational sector? What and how do you want to learn that you think is important? How do you want to change your education so you think you are most prepared for the job markets for tomorrow? Um, and we developed a game and it's called Future Proof. <laughs> so the game is still, uh, still running. Uh, so I don't have the final answers yet. It will close at the 1st of May. 
we have already been giving guest lectures and organizing youth conversation evenings with a lot of young people in addition to that game. So I've been talking with a lot of young people about how they want to see their education. And I see already these, these wonderful and very interesting ideas uh, of all these students already. And I really do hope that I'm at the end of May, I can uh, present the white paper uh, with all these advices of my generation. Uh, about how we think higher education can be changed and give that to the institutions with the message if you're going to make plans for the next years and if you're going to make strategies and programs please do involve the opinion of the youth because that opinion is right now right here that <laughs> so, is yeah. so exciting oh wow we will really be looking forward to seeing what comes out of that that sounds like a really excellent and dynamic and current exercise to get the the information that you're looking for from that specific population Really interesting. Um, I understand that Students for Tomorrow works with green offices, as you mentioned, at institutions across the Netherlands. Could you give a little explanation of what a green office is and what it typically does? And um, is there something about that model as it currently exists that could potentially be improved in, from your perspective? Yes. Um, yes. To, to address all these mentioned issues, um, higher education institutions often start a sustainability committee or they hire an environmental coordinator. However, you see lots of time they aren't really able to make an impact, really. They, um, yeah, uh, soon disappear behind piles of paperwork. And this is why we think higher education institutions should use another force, students. Uh, and Green Office is a platform for sustainability within the higher education institutions that is established and run by students and with the support of the institutions. So next to being run by, by students completely, the Green Office receives resources from the higher education institution and is integrated in the institution as an official department. So it gets mandates to manage sustainability and is coached and it's trained for the tasks while closely collaborates with other uh, departments to cover like all these aspects of, of, the, of the university or the higher education institutions. Um, and it works with categories for education, uh, but also for research operations and for the uh, community. So think of all these aspects we rank with the sustainable. Um, uh, so the primary goal, I would say, of a green office is to ensure that the institution is becoming more sustainable in all its facets. And I, it has the official mandate to encourage sustainability in the higher education institutions. And it receives funding and is really integrated in the organizational structure. So. It really, really informs, connects, supports students and staff to act on that sustainability. It's the perfect way, I would say. And it also initiates its own projects uh, to embed sustainability within the higher education institution. Uh, so it, it can uh, has its own projects as well. So not every green office is the same. And I think the best aspect of the green office that that it's totally run by students. Uh, like we have discussed before, it is really important that students become more involved in the, in the development plans of the education. Green offices are a beautiful example uh, because they are not only uh, asking for the opinion of students, but um, they're also giving them the means to do something with it, like the funding. And that is really, really, and really, interesting and innovative idea of the green office um, so with students for tomorrow we support the green office movement as well uh, the green office movement uh, 
is an international movement that involves students, staff, and academics working uh, to advance sustainability in and beyond higher education. And we help others to set up and run a green office. And green offices can learn from each other as well. Uh, so I think this is really important because the green offices are still in their first phase of development, I would say, like still in their childhood. They are still niches trying to get into that regime and to be embedded in the structures of the higher education world. Not every higher education institution has a green office yet. Um, so it is really important that we connect, we strengthen, we skill these impactful initiatives further and faster. Um, and that is the biggest challenge, in my opinion. Uh, I would never say that this model has weaknesses, um, only strengths that can be developed and expanded further. Uh, yeah, because I already said not every institution has already a green office. Um, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to help other students set up and run a green office uh, as well, yeah. No, it sounds like, as you say, a really exciting model uh, in its infancy for us to watch. And I, I really like that idea of, of green offices being a space that marry passion, you know, for the for the issues and the problems yeah. with real tools, instruments, an identity, a place in the organizational structure, um, which are, is really crucial in a higher education institution or system. So extremely interesting. Yeah. Thank you for sharing about that. Um, I have one final question for you, and I think it's particularly interesting to our audience of international educators. You've talked about the green office movement as an international movement, and I know that Students for Tomorrow partners with organizations both, both at the national level, but also internationally. And I wondered if you could talk a little bit about those kinds of collaborations and um, you know, what it is about the international approach that's meaningful um, for the work that you're doing. Yes, yes, the international approach is indeed very, very meaningful. Uh, we can see that already with the enthusiasm around the green office movement. I mean, uh, that that is one example that runs perfectly. Um, but what we see and what we can create as a network of Students for Tomorrow is of such impact and of such creativity. Um, but most of these, these initiatives, they do not reach further than their own institutions or their own city. So with our network, we are really trying to skill up these initiatives to inspire each other at a national level. And believe me, that's hard enough already. <laughs> but um, yeah, initiatives as, for example, the sustainable. Uh, so the yearly sustainability ranking of higher education institutions we talked about earlier. Um, they are not taking place yet in other countries. Uh, so we are part of the Youth Environmental Europe, uh, and we have already been, been pitching it over there to inspire other youth to push their higher education institutions as well with starting a sustainable, because I think that's very relevant that we, that we learn from each other and that we uh, implement more of these initiatives uh, globally. Uh, because in the end, the climate crisis is a global crisis. Uh, we unfortunately cannot do this on our own. Um, However, I, I do have hope for the future because the past year I've been surrounding with by all these inspiring youth, young people uh, fighting for their future at, at the local level, the national level, but also at, at international level. And I really do hope that we connect more with other youth organizations internationally more often. Um, so I hope maybe one of them listens <laughs> today uh, to inspire and to, to help tackle this crisis with, with each other. 
Femka, it has been a delight to speak with you today. Your energy and your enthusiasm and your you know, seriousness of purpose and focus are really inspiring. Thank you so much for spending time to talk with us. Thank you, Laura, for the invitation. That was Femke Hermans, a graduate of the Future Planet Studies program at the University of Amsterdam and president of the Dutch student organization Studenta for Morga, or Students for Tomorrow. Links to resources connected to the work of Students for Tomorrow and other materials on climate action, including the spring 2022 issue of EAE's Forum magazine, which is dedicated to the same topic, can be found with our session notes for this episode. Please do check those out. Meanwhile, the EIE is seeking new voices and new minds to help guide the association into the future. Are you ready to step up and shine? Then please put yourself forward for one of the EIE's many volunteer positions. Nominations for the 2022 elections are open. EIE members can nominate themselves or another member for the positions of vice president, board member, general council member, or membership on an expert community steering group. Nominations close on May 6th, so please act soon. There are also positions currently open with our three committees, the Conference Program Committee, the Professional Development Committee, and the Publications Committee. Serving as an EIE volunteer is an opportunity to find your own voice, demonstrate your skills and abilities, and make a difference within the EIE and the wider sector. Please visit www.eae.org for more information. Finally, don't forget that the EIE podcast will be dropping a new episode in two weeks' time. For now, all good wishes to you from the EAE.